We'll be reading from Romans chapter 6, so if you'd like to turn there, please. And uh, if you notice, we'll be uh, reciting the Apostles' Creed together. It's on page 14 of the bulletin. This is God's inerrant word from Romans chapter 6, verses 5 through 12. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. Amen. May it, may it be so. I'd like to review, uh, just as we uh, prepare to come to the table of the Lord, the Heidelberg Catechism starting in number 40. So we're going to review 40, 41, 42, and we read 43 this morning because they relate to what we're talking about uh, here in the death of the Lord, the cause of the death of the Lord, and uh, the blessings we have because of the death of the Lord. And we'll be saying in the, in the Apostles' Creed together, We'll be saying it individually, and we'll be saying it together, that we believe that Jesus Christ was crucified, that he died, and that he was buried. Number 40, Heidelberg Catechism number 40. This is, what, three, four weeks ago now. Why was it necessary for Christ to humble himself even unto death? Well, the short answer is, in here, because of the justice and truth of God. Because God is just, and he's holy, and there had to be uh, satisfaction paid for that, that to cover his wrath. So the full answer is, why did Jesus have to humble himself even unto death? Because of the justice and truth of God, satisfaction for our sins could be made in no other way than by the death of the Son of God. There was no other way. Question 41 said, why was he buried? Well, he was buried. His burial testified that he had really died. Question number 42, since Christ has died for us, why do we still have to die? Our death is not a payment for our sins, but it puts an end to sin and is an entrance into eternal life by the grace of God. Heidelberg Catechism number 43, we read that this morning. What further benefit do we receive from Christ's sacrifice and death on the cross? And I'd like to share just briefly three points from this. Uh, the answer is, first of all, through Christ's death, our old nature is crucified and put to death and buried with him. That's the first blessing. Secondly, so that the evil desires of the flesh may no longer reign in us. That's the second benefit, blessing. And thirdly, uh, that we may offer ourselves to him as a sacrifice of thankfulness. We now are a sacrifice of thankfulness. So some of what we know from the, these uh, questions and answers, first of all, that the Lord died physically 
to be a sacrifice for his people. He went through the death of the crucifixion. He was our atoning sacrifice. And that he was buried. And this was confirmed in his entombment, his, his burial. And then in number 43, which we looked at today, it tells us that his death accomplished these three blessings. First of all, our old nature, that is our fallen nature, was crucified and put to death and buried with him. Praise God. Our old person was crucified with him. I have been crucified with Christ, Paul said. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then in our text this morning, Romans 6 verse 5 says, We have been united together in the likeness of his death. Well, secondly, now because of this death, because of his death for us, sin no longer reigns in our hearts, no longer needs to reign in our hearts. It, it no longer has dominion over us. Romans 6, 6 says, Our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. And we were slaves of sin. Praise God that by the death of the Lord Jesus, we have been liberated forever. We've been freed from the control of sin. And it goes on, For he who has died has been freed from sin. If you've, if you've died, you're free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Nor, praise God, does it over us, because we are in him. Romans 6.11 says, Likewise, you also, this is a command, you also reckon yourselves to be dead into, indeed to sin. Reckon it. You are dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are to reckon on this. We are to count it done with assurance and to live by faith, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. It seriously weakens us in our walk with the Lord if we do not reckon ourselves dead to sin because we are in him. Verse 12 goes on, Therefore, and it means because of his death for us, we are now alive to God in him. And we can say no to sin. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. Do not let it reign. Walk by faith in the power of the Holy Spirit, with a mind set on the Lord, by being in his word. Well, third blessing, because of the death of the Lord, we can now offer ourselves to him as living sacrifices, as living thank offerings. Romans 12.1 says we should present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to him, which is our reasonable service. So, as we are reminded of the sacrifice and the death of the Lord for us in this ceremony, we are also reminded to offer ourselves as living sacrifices. We are his blood-bought people. And by the power of the Spirit, we should reckon ourselves dead to sin, to its dominion, because we are united with Christ in his death and in his resurrection. So, we are also reminded in eating the broken cracker and drinking this wine that his body was broken for us and his blood was shed for us. He, brothers and sisters, he died for us. He died for you. He died for his people. And so as we say the Apostles' Creed together this morning, we are each declaring by faith and together in unity that we believe that our Lord Jesus was crucified, that he died, and he was buried before he rose from the grave in victory over sin and victory over death. So, citizens of heaven... Let's declare what we believe together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Dear Father and Son and Holy Spirit, we rejoice that we are saved by grace through faith, faith in the Lord Jesus, in the work of the Lord Jesus on the cross, and we are now yours forever. Lord, you ransomed us by shedding your blood, and you freed us from the power of darkness. You brought us into your kingdom, and we praise you for taking on yourself flesh and blood, and then shedding your blood for us as the Lamb of God without blemish or spot. Praise God, we are not our own. We were bought at a price, ransomed by the Son of God, by the sacrifice, Lord, of your life for us on the cross. Lord, help us to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to you, and not let sin reign in us. Thank you that we can do this through the death and resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ by the power of your Spirit. And in the name of the Lord of glory, we come now to remember these things through this communion, and we pray in the name of Jesus, our sacrifice. Amen.